Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. This is the second hour of Oilers Now brought to you by Digitex. Don't spend your valuable time meeting with door-to-door sales reps. Digitex is your all-in-one convenient location at digitex.ca. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and technology and software. Momentarily, we'll head off to the River Cree Resort Casino hotline. We will tell you that 780-496-0063 is our new Ashley Fine Floors text line. Ashley Fine Floors, floors strong enough for every mini sticks tournament. And uh, we are on Twitter, at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, and tweet Brendan, at Brendan Escott, with two E's in Brendan and two T's in Escott. want to tell you to uh, make your way down to Brent Ridge Ford out in Wetaskiwin. Cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. Brent Ridge is an eight-time President's Diamond Award winner for customer satisfaction. Right now is a great time to buy. They're clearing out their 2019s. Significant rebates on 2019 F-150s. You can go down and call Rich, Johnny, Uncle Milt at 1-877-477-3673 or visit BrentRidge.com. We're working on uh, negotiating contact with our next guest, I'm sure. Uh, He's a guy that always makes his cell phone number. I think Mark Spector wrote a piece, Stoffer Inspector again for the horses, horse race Alberta. The problem with George LaRock was he gave his phone number to everybody. (laughs) Like everybody (laughs) at Edmonton literally had his number. Wasn't it? Yeah, you, yeah. George you, is an open book, my friend. He's always been an open book. Good, so fun guy. We uh, we spoke uh, yesterday after he put a tweet out. Uh, had a little bit of fun at my expense. And so we're going to kind of tease it a bit here and hope that uh, he didn't get, uh, I don't know, sort of, I don't know what happened to him where he's going. We will tell you the guests on the show received good certificates too. Japanese Village, Steak and Seafood Cooked Ready, Your Table, Edmonton South, Downtown Northside, Sherwood Park, and now open in Japanese Village in West Edmonton Wall. So while we wait for George, and hopefully we're not waiting this entire half-hour block, or I'm going to have to tune him up, uh... Again, you can uh, text us on our yeah, actually. That's what Rob Ray said <laughs> once. <laughs> actually, he didn't. Now, wasn't wasn't what happened there? Is that Rob Ray had kind of gone after Dougie Waite and George wasn't in the lineup? I don't even remember. I'm pretty sure I that's just know that big, tough, really tough guy Rob Ray. Yeah, uh, didn't do well with he's, George. Lerat he's nowhere time. near as big as George, though. No, like I, Rob Ray's six foot, yeah, but he's six some one. big guys in his day, and well, he'd fight anybody. But he, hey, you don't know, like I said, I'll never criticize a guy yeah. for losing, man. Yeah. I wouldn't fight either of them. Uh, Andrew says, "Hey Bob, if the officials, you can text us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. If the officials can review an elbow like Adam Larson's against Colorado, why could they not review the hits from Andrew?" Mark, uh, you're the official. Did they review guy. an elbow. Oh, they oh, took a look. Yeah, they took a look. So Larson in... And I don't I, think they review elbows and holds and trips and There was a review charges. that took place, and it knocked Larson right out of the game. He got himself a major penalty, and that's... Okay, that was, I think you can review a major penalty. Yeah. That's different. So... Uh, I'm not suggesting that either of those Kachuk runs is a major penalty. So 
if he hits, you know, if you catch a guy in the head and he's down on the ice and out of the game, it could, then you can review for a major penalty, yes. But you don't review an elbowing call or a charging call. Uh, Southern Fan Land says, Bob, being an avid football fan, wonder if you watched the Packers-Seahawks game Sunday. Did you hear Aaron Rodgers repeatedly call the yellow weasel play? Yes. Thought he was inferring, inferring some kind of Matthew Kachuk cheap shot there. <laughs> oh, wow. Stop it already. <laughs> Dan the Milkman says, Bob, I don't think Keith Kachuk raised his boys like that. He's probably pretty disappointed. In Matthew. Um, what do you think, Speck? I don't know. I won't want to guess on that. All I can tell you is I know how Walt used to play. And, uh, you know, Keith, in his older time, answered the bell when asked. And when it was his t- turn to, he was never afraid to do so. I'm not going to tell you what I think he thinks of his son. I mean, it's his son here. Yeah. Uh, Jason from Sangudo says, uh, Matthew Kachuk's jersey will now be known as a turtleneck. The direct quote, we're being passed this along on uh, Rob Ray was, what's he going to do, beat me up? That was the quote from Rob Ray prior to the game Oh, in Buffalo. I remember, I actually, do you know uh, Jimmy Annis? He owns uh, Yanni's Tavern on White Avenue? Yep. I was actually at his house with John Sexsmith, and we were watching that, and uh, Rick Jennerette was doing the play-by-play call of it, and it was like one of the rare times George LaRock ever fought angry. Yeah. That is not a guy you want to fight. And then he knocked him out of the game. He concussed him in that fight, and Rob Ray did not come back in the game. Rob Ray's whole thing was he was the guy that came out of his proverbial, right? He came out of his stuff. And so guys had nothing to grab onto. Back in the day, like Tony Twist was one of those Yeah, the only difference is Tony was huge. Tony was giant. Like Rob Ray's six foot. He's not the biggest guy in the world, but boy, was he tough. Oh, he was a good fighter. Um, And Brad has texted the show to say, tell you, I'm going to be having it out here, George, because if you, if you knew, you, hey, Bob, it's Edmonton. Okay. Anyways, uh, two weeks ago, Curtis McDermott was suspended. Uh, okay, wait a sec here. i got to get to this because this is a good. Uh, this Rory, Rory is being a smart aleck. He goes, uh, Mark Spector, how many pot, uh, punches could Bob Stoffer take before Matthew Kachuk knocks him out? And uh, would that tune-up uh, make Jack Michaels happy? <laughs> what? See, Roy, you're not funny. Jason from Sangudo is funny. Don't ever forget that, Roy. Okay? I get what you're saying. Jack, you got a fan. Or an alias known as Rory. You can text us. It's <laughs> just... That is funny. All right, here we go. Two weeks ago, Curtis McDermott was suspended for two for catching Provorov head down with a hit as Provorov was trying to uh, ice the puck. Can you ask Peros how that was different than Kachuk's first hit on Cassian? I seriously believe it is the job of the media, Holland and Cates himself, to pressure the league to change their mind on Kachuk's first hit on Cassian. There is no doubt that was a suspendable headshot, and Kachuk and the refs in the league needs to be held accountable for it. What do you say to that? I'm not a, you know, I'm on, I'm in with Zach Cassian, who said today it, twice, he says, I'm not looking for penalties on all these hits. I like big boy hockey. He said, I'm not, he says, I'm not crying about those hits from Kachuk. I'm not crying about him either. 
Uh, I I can you know I've watched hockey long enough to know that that that's a dangerous hit. The guy coming around the net, particularly when he's engaged with a defenseman, and you're hitting now a very vulnerable and and blindsided player. So those are bad hits. I don't like them, but I'm not going to sit here and and whine and cry about the Kachuk hits. Uh, you know, my biggest complaint about the whole thing is he wants to throw those hits and he won't back up back it up. That would be the only thing that I would say is a a bit of a flaw in the ointment here, as it were. Uh... Now, this is a good text by Topher. Bob, I may be way out there, but is there any way we can get the U.N. involved to solve this? This is BS. <laughs> make hockey great again. Now, what do you think? Uh, move on for a little bit. What do you think of Archibald with uh, on the McDavid well, line tonight? Uh, just, just, there's, we got to keep going with some text here. We'll get to that in a second, the final segment. Uh, Paul has texted the show, come on, not every player does everything. Oh, uh, he has a function. He does it well. Kachuk is not a fighter from Paul. Okay, well, there we go. Uh, you don't get to say that, though, right? You don't get to be that player and throw those hits and say, but I'm not a fighter. You can't. Hockey as we know it, until they absolutely eliminate fighting and hitting from the game, you can't say that, right? Another, say it. another texter says, behold the turtle. He'll only make progress if he sticks his neck out. Too true. See, and I think he's going to stick his neck out. All right, we're going to take a quick break. It's 116 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. Hi, this is Zach Cassian from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. Live from Rogers Place, Edmonton and Nashville tonight. Uh, a reminder, spec brought to you by the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta. From Montreal, Quebec, former heavyweight champ of the NHL, uh, George LaRock. George, how are you? Hi, I'm doing good. I'm doing real good. Hey, uh, I know you have a lot of feelings about what happened with Cassian and Kachuk. Uh, you relate a story yesterday about when you decided to hit me one time in a non-contact uh, fun, ses- uh, fun session of shinny, and I stupidly challenged you to a fight because uh, how far in the air did I actually fly on that hit, George? At least, what, 8 to 10 feet? Actually, that's actually a funny story because, uh, you know, you remember it was uh, back in the day where you, when you were on the radio and when I was playing for the Oilers, and you always give me a hard time because you said I wasn't mean enough. You wanted me to to actually kill guys, to hit guys when they were down. And you wanted me to be like uh, like Brown was back in the day, Dave Brown, yes. Franco was. And yes. You said I was a gentle giant. So I said you were the best of, fighter. You were the best fighter, but not the best enforcer, is what I said. Yeah, you said I wasn't mean enough. So it's funny, we're playing in this uh, uh, fun hockey game for fun, and and it wasn't from behind. It was a clean body check right in your chest. No, 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 it was and a clean body check. Except yeah, it was non-contact. But, yes. Yeah, it was non-contact. And your helmet flew. And, and then Fernando was down on the ice. He was laughing. Guys were dying. But And then when I did that, obviously you lost your breath. But it was what was impressive, Bob, is without knowing what was going to happen, you got up and you stayed it as fast as you can straight towards me. You were red. You were upset. You were so mad. And and I stood there. I looked at you. You're upset. You know what? I was take it. You were going to hit me. I was not going to hit you back. And that made me even madder because I'm like, first I stuck you, and then I'm like, let's go, George. And you're, you're like, 
you go ahead. You can hit me. You can punch me once. I deserve it. I'm like, well, you got to fight if I'm going to hit you. No, and then everybody started. And then everybody started laughing. And you know, you did me a favor because you would have killed me if you actually want to hit me back. No, no, no Bob. The reason why I didn't is because what I did was wrong. Couple laugh from me. Yeah. We're, you're, we're, I hit you, and then and we start fighting. It doesn't make sense. I was going to take a couple of hits from you because I deserve. Yeah. That we can really good friends. That that time happened. It was like we were even after that. But everything you said before, we're even. But that's an example because when you when I wrote that story, right, and and yep. I put them, three people that what I do, you came to me, you stuck me with your stick. Yeah, George, we're, lo- we're losing you. You know what? 15 years now, and we still got to get you a new phone. It's in and out. It's in and out. No, okay, how about now? Is it better? It's better is now. It better? So you're going to... Okay. Gonna... okay. Okay, so what happened is that when when this happened, right, we yep. were... We were uh, you stuck me, and then and then you you wanted to engage. But because what I did was wrong, and I knew it was wrong, there's no way I was going to fight you because I did something wrong, so I had to own up to it. And for me to own up to this, I had to take a couple punches from you, and I was going to take that. I was going to take that because I deserved it, because what I did, I had to own up to what I did. So, you, what happened is that the reason why I wrote that story about is because what happened with Kachuk is kind of the same thing. What he did, those hits that were in a dead angle, blindside hit, is illegal. He had no intent of doing a hockey play in it. He wanted to hurt Cassian, and he didn't just one. He did it three times. And what he could have done is if you drop the glove with him, you own up to what you do. Yeah. And he didn't do that. And, and you know, there's a couple examples to that because people have been writing, oh, well, George, hockey is not the same. Hockey has changed. In 2017, what happened with Malkin and, and uh, Blake Wheeler? Do you remember? Yes, yes. Malkin did, Malkin did uh, pre, uh, a little earlier before that game, he did a dirty hit to Blake Wheeler. And then what happened is that when he did that, Blake Wheeler said he was hoping that Malkin was gonna, he was gonna own up to it. Yes. And when he said that to Malkin, what they did is that the team was so afraid of it, they called back Sestito and they got, they called, got two guys from the minors. They called them back because they wanted to protect Malkin in case that Wheeler was gonna go after him. And what Malkin did right at the face off, he didn't care that Sestito top guys were there to protect him. What he did is, I'm going to own up to it. And he stood up to Blake Wheeler and he fought him. Yep. Just last year, what happened with, uh, with Byron? Byron, what happened last year? Yes, he got a concussion when he fought with McKenzie. But at the same time, he hurt McKenzie with a dirty hit. McKenzie got a concussion. And Byron, it doesn't matter the fact that he got hurt. He got respect for all the league because if you play by the sword, you die by it and you owned up to it. And people respected him for that. So the thing with Kachuk, yes, he's a, he's a good player. He's the best player for the Flames. But if you want to play that way, you have to own up to it. And if the league wanted to suspend Cassian, well, they should have suspended Kachuk too because what Kachuk did was dangerous. And if he did that to McDavid, there's a double standard in this league. For sure he would have been suspended. I agree. But Cassian is a, Cassian is a physical player. It's like, oh, he's okay. He got up. He's hitting guys too. So we're not going to suspend it. So that was wrong. And I couldn't believe that he got two games and Ketchuk got nothing. And now you're in a position that you're looking at now the flames. And now Luchik is there. He probably doesn't want to defend what Ketchuk has done. But he has to because that's his job. And now he's going to have to go against Cassian the next time that they play. So the Battle of Alberta is back. And this is kind of like, you know, when you play with guys that are pests that you don't like to, to protect because they never own up to it. 
this is the worst thing ever. If you play with a guy that doesn't own up to the way that he plays, he plays dirty, and he never plays the music. Now other guys are going to have to do it for him. Luchik is going to have to do it for him. And this is so wrong, and I didn't like that. So you, you were, know, and, and you've spent a lot of years, George, in the league as an enforcer, and you were the toughest guy on a team that you played for. And you were that guy. You had to clean up the mess started by some other players. Did What I'd like to know is what are the guys in the room, you know, how, how – does anyone, does the heavyweight ever say, I remember in Montreal one time, Claude Lemieux kept going down on the ice, and finally the coach said he wouldn't send uh, the trainer out. He told the trainer, don't go out there. He's diving on the ice every time. Does that ever happen in the dressing room where the heavyweight says, you know what, I'm sick and, t- I'm sick and tired of fighting your battles? Actually, uh, I play with guys like uh, Colby Armstrong, Yorker Rutu, uh, Rafi Torres. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I play with many guys, many guys that were, playing that role but the thing is they were not dirty like they didn't do things like Ketchuk did like they were chirper and stuff like this and and you know I had such a good reputation that even though they were chirping guys nobody was doing anything because you know like what the better reputation that you have got other guys that are like you know what I'm gonna let Rafi hit me tonight I'm gonna let guys chirping me because George is there but when I was a rookie it was different I tried to make a name for myself so then I didn't have to do too much to, so when, I, when I had to protect these guys. But at the same time, guys never, they never did stuff like this. Like, if Rutu was hitting guys the way that Kachuk did, I would have said something. And I would say, you know what, if it's the way that you're going to be and you want me to fight the battle, I would talk to him. But it never happened. i never seen anything like this. And, and actually, Bob, there's one thing that I want to say about this thing with the Kachuk did, which, I, which nobody talks about. You got a minute. Just Go before, for it. One minute, okay, George. Just, okay, just before Kachuk, um, 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 Rand Cassian. Um, Cassian went after, went after, when Cassian went after Kachuk, just before that, what player went after Kachuk and gave him a shove? McDavid. Exactly. McDavid right, ran in the corner before he jumped him, and he knows that all this room that he has on the ice is because of Cassian, though. As a true captain and the true player, he went on there, he gave him a shove, and I was awesome to see this. This is team toughness. I love team Nat. It was awesome. She not, if I was casting to my captain doing that for me, it was awesome. And it kind of reminded me the same thing Jason Smith did to me once in L.A. with that Sean Avery. If you remember that story, yep. I don't know. We don't have enough time to tell it. Yep. But this is team toughness, and it's awesome. And if I'm captain and I'm seeing that, I would go to McDavid. I said, you know what? I'm always going to have your back. This is awesome what you did for me, that shot you did. You didn't have to fight me, but that just showed that he didn't like it. And that, that right there is like the team spirit. George, I'll leave you with one more very quick for 30 seconds. You remember when Ben Eager ran you with Philadelphia in Pittsburgh? He ran you. Oh, my God. And you got the penalty, and Eager stayed on the ice, and Gary Roberts was in his 40s. Uh, actually, and he... actually, what happened? Okay, you're going to give me a minute at least, Bob, for this one. This okay. <laughs> what happened? I was in Philly. Okay, I was in Philly, yep. and I got ran by, by behind like a blindside hit by Ben Eager. And when he ran me, I got up, and I wanted to go with him, and he didn't want to. He, he, he was like cowarded out. He didn't want to back, own up to it, and I was so mad But because I couldn't do anything. He right. didn't want to fight. That guy was And you got the penalty. Gary, you got the penalty. And, and then, yeah, I got the penalty, and then Gary Roberts came to him, and because I was playing with him, and it's like, he wanted to defend me. Like, it's the first time ever that somebody stopped up to defend me. And Gary Roberts was twice his age and 50 pounds lighter than him. So when Gary Roberts went up to him, Ben Eager looked at him and was like, oh, my God, this is Grandpa. So he dropped the gloves with him. 
and Gary Roberts pummeled him. I've never seen anything like it. It was so bad. We laughed about it for weeks. And the, the Flyers, and this is true story, they were so embarrassed about, about the beating that Eager got because it was a battle of Pennsylvania that they released him after. Yeah, they, they let him go. It was, and, and then guys were teasing me all the time, saying, hey, George, you need Grandpa to defend you? You need Grandpa <laughs> to look after you? Because Gary Roberts had my back. It was the funniest thing ever. Awesome. But, you know, Bob, back then, those battles, Battle of Alberta, Battle of Pennsylvania, Battle of Montreal and, and Boston, all that stuff, there was battle back then. Now, I know the games have changed a bit, but now because of what happened, like, if I was an Oilers fan, I, I would want to get the tickets for those back-to-back uh, Calgary and Edmonton games that's going to happen because there's going to be a lot of physicality. Love it, George. And maybe now the battle is back, maybe. Hey, George, we'll get you on again. Thanks for uh, sharing the stories with us. All right, big man? Bob, Bob, you're going to give me more time than that next time. Man. This is like <laughs> Answer <minute>. your phone. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I'm in L.A. right now. I'm in L.A., though, so that's why maybe it wasn't going through. I was in, I'm in a hotel. Sorry. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. Thanks, Thanks for your time, George. That's uh, George LaRock. Speck, I know you got to run too here. Give me three seconds. This whole thing, Cassian's an unrestricted free agent. <laughs> A, he just got way more valuable. And B, if you don't think that Connor McDavid wants Cassian on this team for the next four years, he does and he will be. All right. There you go. Off. That's Mark Spector again for the horses and horse race in Alberta. It's 1.30 straight into a global news weather traffic update. Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.